All right, welcome today to Tipsy Tax Talks, where today we're going to talk about free gifts that influencers get, um, people on the internet, celebrities get, and how they actually affect their taxes that they're not actually free. Yeah, I bet like most people have never even thought about that. So um, I'm Kayla Mathis. I'm Mackenzie Chumley. I'm Rachel Schwartz. And we are your hosts of the Tipsy Tax Talks. Um, so today we are going to be talking about that free gift that Mackenzie just talked about. And guys, I want you to know that I am del- drinking a delicious margarita cocktail from Ladybird. If y'all have never tried that, you definitely have to put that on your list. It's like a wine cocktail, but it tastes just like a margarita. So I'm not sure the science there, but that's that doesn't have anything to do with accounting. So we're good to go. I've definitely seen those and they definitely look delicious, but I'm not a margarita person. I'm drinking Jack and Coke out of a coffee mug. So (laughs) I love it. Very classy. I've not seen those. They may just be where you guys are, Um, but I'm a little bit of a loser tonight. I'm drinking a little Croy. (laughs) She is the responsible one getting ready for her um, work week started tomorrow morning. Uh, The rest of us are celebrating just anything in laws being gone and, you know, tests being done and all the things. So breathing, being um, alive. Here we are. Exactly. And I mean, you know, you can always add a little vodka to that. It'd be fine. Nobody'll know. It's always okay. It'll be fine. Nobody knows. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get started talking about these um, free quote unquote gifts that we see on these employer pages and the actresses and actors that are given away at Oscars and Emmys and all kinds of different things. And what a lot of people probably don't realize is they might actually have to pay some taxes on those. Um, so I think in our textbook, the definition of gross income for tax purposes is gross income means all income from whatever source derived. It's a pretty open-ended definition, um, because obviously they can't include every single, you know, source of income that could ever be out there because there could be millions and millions of those. And so, um, constructive receipt means that we've got to pay the tax when we get this gift or this free thing. So, um, Rachel, what happened at the Oscars this year? The Oscars gave away these super primo swag bags that, I mean, these people are going to have to pay more than like $60,000 worth of taxes on these items because there are these gifts. And I mean, yeah, $60,000 for them may not be that much, but you got to think of like the other production assistants or the lower income directors or the ones that are doing the small films. I mean, a lot of them may not be able to pay the $60,000. Um, some of the headline items were like a three-day trip that was like 40 grand, a liposuction procedure that was like 12, a three-night stay, um, hand soap, but they got smart and started putting a 1099 form in all of the bags. So these people knew that they had to claim them. Oh my goodness. Imagine getting a gift and then opening it up and then finding a 1099 form at the bottom, like here's your gift, but you know, Surprise. you have to pay taxes on this. Yeah. Because as in the textbook to it, saying like income realized in any form, money, property, or services. And so the reason they get these bags is because they're trying to use them as advertisement. So that's, they're, you know, performing that service for them. It's income for performing the service, even though it's not physical cash. Um, it's kind of crazy. 
I just can't imagine getting like a gift like that and having to pay taxes on something that I didn't even get the income for. Like we always think about paying taxes on the income that we've derived, that we're working at our jobs and, you know, that money's coming in and a portion of it is always going out to the taxes, but to have something this significant, I mean, what is even the benefit of them taking the gift? Can they turn it down? How does that work? Uh, they may be able to turn it down, but apparently a lot of them do just turn around and donate it. And so they're able to write it off on their taxes. Cause I mean, you got to think the companies that are giving away all of these free quote unquote free things, they're getting a business expense deduction because they're donating. So all of these recipients, instead of paying the taxes, they'll turn around and donate them. Um, and I mean, some people may keep it, but you also got to think are like the liposuction procedure, like could that ter- be turned around as a business expense for the actor? Yeah, absolutely. You'd have to weigh how that would affect their taxes at the end of the year. 12000 is probably not a lot to somebody who's bringing in millions of dollars on a yearly basis, but at the end of the day, does it all add up? Yeah, potentially. Um, yeah. What if, I mean, why couldn't we just say, hey, like it's just a gift. I mean, we've got a gift exemption in there somewhere. Like, why can't we just call it a gift instead of why do we have to be taxed on it? I think that if the only way to do that is if you're related to each other, like I um, had a good example of this. My dad actually gifted me my car. Um, I was making the payments on it um, and he wanted to turn it around and put it in my name after I moved out and he gave it to me as a gift. So there was like a specific form that we had to fill out and all this stuff um, to prove that he was my dad. And then I didn't have to pay the taxes on it, which saved me like a a few hundred dollars um, versus if we hadn't been related, you have to pay those taxes when you, um, you know, change the title. So that makes sense. So they've got to be somebody related to you um, Mm -hmm. or given out of like affection or respect. Like it can't just be, hey, I'm giving you this bag of stuff so that you'll go use it and promote my brand. So there's got to be, there's a big distinction there. You got to think the government also wants somebody to pay the taxes on it. (laughs) Somebody's got to be held liable for the taxes taxes. and they don't quite care who. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't care where it comes from as long as they're getting their share of it. Yeah. So it's it's so crazy. Like I've, you know, everybody sees on TikTok and YouTube and stuff like that. These people getting free gifts and they're like, oh my goodness, I wish I could get free stuff. And, you know, these, I saw a travel influencer post how, you can travel for free, like all this, you know, and it's, it's not false advertisement necessarily, but it's not actually free. I mean, you're getting paid via travel um, to promote something. So it's, it's income that you have to pay taxes on. Okay. So um, these influencers, right? Like this wasn't a job that was out there when I was growing up and, you know, I, Oh, I want to be an influencer and do all these things. So they're getting all these free products. They're getting these free travel. They're getting makeup, you know, Ritz hotel stays like five grand, these luxury flights that are six grand. And so they're promoting obviously an experience and these brands that go along with it how, you know, somewhere sometimes upwards, this tart one, you're looking at like $15,300 to promote the trip and the tart brand itself. And so are they paying taxes on all of that? I, I think, I don't know. I, I would like to say yes, because legally it seems like, yes, they would be t- paying taxes on it. But I wonder if like, 
they're given a 1099 or if it's just based on like good faith, like whether or not you, um, you know, tell the IRS quote unquote that you went and that you did this, got this payment of this value. But I would imagine that like this TART trip, for example, um, that TART wrote off the cost of all of it. Um, and I would think that if they're having, they're getting to write it down as a deduction that they would be giving 1099s to the people that, you know, cause the deduction, but I don't know. Right. Cause I mean, like it's all going to get matched up in the IRS system later when they do taxes, if they've got a business deduction for this, but like nobody else is claiming it. Well, that is exactly well, if you think about like the smaller companies that aren't like Tart that have $15,000 just to throw away at a hundred some people, these smaller companies that are like just trying to get their feet off the ground that aren't probably going to, they might write it off as a business expense, but the IRS may not flag it because it's not like a substantial amount. Right. So you've got to think, I mean, it's so wishy-washy and seems so unregulated that like you would think for something like that, it's probably like mostly, I mean, a good faith type thing with the IRS yeah. that, hoping that these people are actually claiming what they should be claiming. And they know the tax laws that they're supposed to do that. I mean, I had no idea that like this was a thing for a long time. So like some of these younger influencers probably have no idea. Yeah, they probably don't. Um, Cause I mean, even, okay. My sister worked as a contractor for a little while and she had no idea she was supposed to be taking out her portion of the taxes on top of, you know, the employer portion yeah. because you're not accounting for that. And so all that money's going out, she's not setting it aside and she gets like a $40,000 tax bill all of a sudden. And now she doesn't have that money to pay for it. So I've seen that, but I'll tell you as a mom, like the thing that has been running through my brain as I've researched this is, okay, how many birthday parties? Okay, Rachel can't answer this, but Mackenzie, how many birthday parties a year do your kids get invited to? Oh my Lord. Um, Well, my kids are five and two. So we just started getting the birthday party invites really this year because they weren't in daycare and we've already been invited to three different ones um in like okay. it's been on average first, one a month yeah. so we're in the first quarter so that's nine a year and I'd say last year on my daughter's birthday the um gift bags probably equaled maybe like 10 to 15 dollars worth let's say like 15 just to make it easy and there were 20 kids right so you do that math and you've got 20 by 15 is a hundred dollars um, and if I go to 15, I don't know. So what, at what point is it substantial enough for me to register all of this? And quite frankly, it's all junk, the stuff that you get in these goodie bags, but you know, the, what is it? Is it $500? Is it $600? Like, when do I have to start reporting that and paying taxes on these goodie bags, which I've realized is a teeny tiny bit ridiculous, but at some point it is going to add up, especially if you have three or four or five kids. I think the biggest thing is that, um, the so as, as far as the Oscars um, goodie bags go, it was like the people that put the goodie bags together, they're all it's a marketing company. I'm sure you all read that, too, that put the whole bags together. So I think that, you know, I mean, it it's not like in their case, you know, they're taking it agreeing to um, show off these products. So I think that this is more of like 
because it's a business transaction. Like, but I mean, I do see too, though, like if you're getting gifts from friends, you know, like somebody giving something away for free, um, do you have to, you know, I mean, I think that I've read somewhere it's like a few hundred dollars, like $500 or something like that. But then that's kind of like what even, um, what, it, what company was it like Venmo or PayPal or something, how they were going to start sending out 1099s to people. Yeah. Yeah. So I think around there is where you'd be like, you know, I mean, obviously if you got it, I mean, I'm sure if you just picked up a gift from your neighbor, like a table or something they're getting rid of, like that they're not going to, the IRS isn't going to come knocking at your door, but you know, you're, you do have to start wondering like where the line is drawn. And especially for these younger influencers, like what, um, you know, how, who's teaching them how to do this? You know, is this going to be one of the big topics uh, for CPAs as we become CPAs? Like, is this going to be a big thing for us, you know, in the beginning of our careers, like this new job that's very unregulated, like you mentioned earlier? Yeah, I think explaining is going to be really key for one of those people as this becomes a more popular um, method of making a living in general. But I, and and I get like the the goodie bags for kids that's inconsequential to start with. But like, at what point is it not? Right. Um, so I think I think the whole point of that is, hey, you've got to have a really good CPA that's good in tax planning on your side to help you guide through. Do I donate this to charity? Do I you know turn this down and take it as a business deduction? Like how do I account for what I'm going to have to owe on this um, versus it just being a really cool perk. And then just for other people out there, maybe take what you're seeing with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. and a splash of lime and a little bit of tequila. Right. (laughs) Well, and I wondered too, like, you know, we talked about um, potentially some of the things in the gift bags individually could be deductions, but like, is the gift bag like seen as by the IRS as like one whole gift or is it a bunch of gifts that each one is a line item kind of thing? You know what I mean? Like just very like, I don't know, just, just very nuanced, like language there. Like it's kind of strange. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot of, a lot of fuzzy room in there. Um, it's definitely not black and white. So a lot of great areas to uh, worry about when it comes to these quote unquote free gifts that we're talking about. All right. So that, I think that concludes it for this week's episode of Tipsy Tax Talks. Um, Join me, Rachel and Mackenzie next week when we talk about, what was on the topic? I can't remember. The W-4 status and how much you could end up owing instead of getting a refund, filing married and single on that changes how much gets taken out of your check each month and it can affect how if you have to pay at the end of the year oh yeah also um I need to ask you why does do I always owe taxes because like we always owe taxes so I think that might have something (laughs) to do with that um great well we'll talk to y'all next week and come with a new cocktail all right y'all have a great week thank you for listening and uh, we're excited to talk to you again soon